0: Love Talk Radio. and God's called us all to do something but when the spirit of the Lord comes on you he'll anoint you in the midst of your brothers in the midst of people that try to disqualify you in the midst of an enemy that tries to disqualify you God will anoint you right in the midst of that person this is pastor brad morgan it's good being with you today and and i want to minister a word today uh, concerning the house of david the house of david is growing stronger and uh, if you remember in the scriptures and i'm going to actually uh, look at this in first samuel 16 6 through 13 let's look at how david was chosen So it was when they came that he looked at Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or his physical stature, since I have refused him. For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. That's an amazing scripture. God is able to see something, and God is looking at a heart. The outward appearance... Some things on the outward might not be all together yet, but God is looking at the heart. Does the heart love God? Does the heart want to serve God? So Jesse called Abinadab and made him pass before Samuel, and he said, neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made Shaman pass by. Neither has the Lord chosen this one. Then Jesse made seven of his sons passed before Samuel and Samuel said to Jesse the Lord has not chosen these and Samuel said to Jesse are all the young men here then he said there remains yet the youngest and there he is keeping the sheep and Samuel said to Jesse send and bring him for we will not sit down till he comes here now David was actually the the eighth son and we see something in David David was being faithful David was serving. David was 17 years old. And logically, there's no way that he would be in the picking process. Because like I said, he is the eighth son. And usually the the king would be the first son, maybe the second son. But God is doing something new. So he sent and brought him in. Now he was ruddy with bright eyes and good looking. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Now, both Saul and David were handsome, handsome in physical appearance, but David had a heart that wanted to please God. Now he had flaws, he had flaws with with raising of his kids, he had flaws with too many women, but yet God said that he was a man after his own heart. So even after he selected even after he's picked, uh, eighth one, the, the son of a new beginning, he goes back to doing what he did before, and that was taking care of the sheep. So he said in verse 12, Arise, anoint him, for this is the one. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. That's an amazing verse. He anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And you might be listening to me today, and there might be some brothers. There might be some people, not just physical brothers, but people that act like your friend. But they're they're not really your friend. They're not really for you. In fact, they might even be talking about you. But I want to tell you something. The Spirit, if God's, and God's called us all to do something. But when the Spirit of the Lord comes on you, He'll anoint you. In the midst of your brothers in the midst of people that try to disqualify you in the midst of an enemy that tries to disqualify you God will anoint you right in the midst of that person second Samuel 3 1 says now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David but David grew stronger and stronger and the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker David loved the presence of the God. David was a worshiper. David was a psalmist. David was a faithful man. And he faithfully served Saul. And even after Saul tried to kill him, and David had opportunity to kill him, but David said, I'm not going to raise up my hand against God's anointed. So David learned how to wait on God to wait on God for the right season. Now Leviticus 25:10 says, and you shall consecrate the 50th year and proclaim liberally throughout all the land to all its inhabitants. It shall be a jubilee for you, and each of you shall return to his possession, and each of you shall return to his family. And so God is wanting to establish order, In this season, and God is wanting to to pay back. God is wanting to do divine paybacks. God is wanting to do reparations. I know there's people that are looking to other people for reparations. But really, God is the one that can do reparations. If you'll learn, learn to look to God and learn to trust him, he can vindicate you. He'll vindicate you openly he says each of you shall return to his possession and in the in the new testaments we actually have an inheritance each of you shall return to his calling each of you shall return to what god has for him and each of you shall return to his family and uh, really i don't think this is just this is, does have to do with an earthly family but we'll be able to receive the love of Father God. That is so critical because sometimes we, we weren't able to receive that. Our fathers didn't know how to love us, didn't know how to affirm us. But if your father's not known how to love you or affirm you, God will love you. God will affirm you. Malachi 3, 8 through 12 says, Will a man rob God, yet you have robbed me? But you say, In what way have we robbed you? In ties." And offerings. You are cursed with a curse, for you are, have robbed me, even this whole nation. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, that there may be food in my house, and try me now in this, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open to you the windows of heaven and pour out of you such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. I had a dream. Uh, last night and in that dream I was in a meeting and this scripture came up about bringing the tithes into the storehouse and the question was asked uh, who do you think the tithe belongs to well I always teach people that Jesus is the high priest of our tithe and offerings but I tend to lean towards believing that the tithe belongs to the local church but we're not just to bring the tithe but We're to also bring offerings. And he says if we do that and mix it with faith, he said he'll open for us the windows of heaven. God wants to open heaven over our lives. God wants to give us revelation of things, understanding of things that we haven't had understanding of. Sometimes we've had a false image. We've had a false image, our identity, Maybe our identities have been in our race, but really our identity is not to be in our race, but our identity is to be in the Lord. In the book of John it says, but to all who received him, he gave the power to become the children of God. See, when we receive Christ, we become a son. We become a son of God. We have a relationship. Our identity is in Christ. And it's interesting, Jesus, the first thing the Father said to him was, you are my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. So it wasn't based on his performance. It was based in his identity as a son that Jesus said, I'm well pleased. He said he'd pour out on us such blessing that there will not be room enough to receive it. So the blessing of the Lord will cause us to have to grow. And he says, I will rebuke the devourer for your sake, so that he will not destroy the fruit of your ground, nor shall the vine fail to bear fruit for you in the field, says the Lord of hosts. And all nations will call you blessed, for you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. People will notice that you're blessed people will notice that you're favored as you're faithful to bring the tithes and the offering, not just doing it one time. You know, people people say, well, I brought an offering. I gave an offering of $100. But see, if you didn't give a tithe, see, you have to give a tithe before there can be an offering. If you don't give 10%, And people say, well, should I give 10% of the gross or 10% of the net? Well, I always tell people that people that think they should give 10% of the net, that's because they want to give less. And we shouldn't want to give less. We should want to give more. So he says he's to heaven, and all nations will call you blessed. For you will be a delightful land, says the Lord of hosts. That word blessed means prosperous, successful, straight, right, contented. Psalms 92, 10 through 11 says, But my horn you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. And that's the thing that's going to put us over, is the anointing of the Spirit of God. Is the Spirit of God coming upon our lives? My eyes also have seen my desire on my enemies. My ears hear my desire on the wicked who rise up against me. So that anointing is going to cause our eyes to see the the enemy defeated. It's going to cause our ears to hear things that we can do to cause the enemy to be defeated. And maybe you're listening to me today and you don't have a relationship with the Lord. And so really the first thing you need to do is you need to open up your heart to the Lord and you need to, to tell him that you want him in your life, that you want Jesus into your life, that you want Jesus to come into your life and change you and make you into the person that he wants you to be. And you can just pray a honest prayer from your heart and he'll hear you and Christ will come in. And when Christ comes in, your spirit will become alive and you'll be a new creature Created in Christ Jesus. Well, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. It was good being with you today. I hope you enjoyed the message. I would like to encourage you to visit our website at newlifebeginningschurch.com. That's newlifebeginningschurch.com. If you'd like to so by mail, our address is New Life Beginnings Church, P.O. Box 203, Pattison, Texas, 77466. If you do not have a church home, I want to invite you to come visit ours. Our Sunday service is at 1030. The church address is 5609 FM 359 North, Brookshire, Texas 77423. We offer child care for the four-year-olds and younger. We also offer children's church for the five-year-olds up to fifth grade twice a month. On Wednesday nights, we reach out to the kids in the Brookshire-Pattison area. We have service and classes that start at 7 p.m. If you have prayer requests or would like to speak with us, our church phone number is 281-802-8094. You can contact me by email at bmorgan542 at gmail.com. That's bmorgan542 at gmail.com. We invite you to subscribe to our podcast. The best is yet to come wherever you get your podcast. This program is sponsored by New Life Beginnings Church. And again, this is Pastor Brad Morgan. And I would like to remind you the best is yet to come. We love you and thanks for listening.